This show is sponsored by Alicia's Pillows and Things. Check out the Facebook page, Alicia's Pillows and Things, where you will find home decor you will not be able to resist at prices anybody can afford. Check out the pillows and stools of your favorite sports teams. Maybe you want a set of your kid's favorite cartoon or movie character. You can also get full body and neck pillows as well. Log on to NGSCSports.com and go to the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage to complete your order. It makes a great gift for Christmas at an affordable price. NGSC Sports. We never stop. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop. That is going to start the program here on episode 242 of the Foreign Affair Podcast. I am Edward Green, not joined live as always by McCollum Crime and Wes Bradshaw. Wes will be joining us later on for a little bit of Anfield Corner goodness uh, as he joins us uh, from Parts Unknown here on this week's edition of the podcast. It's the Christmas cast-ish, sort of, I guess, technically last week was our Christmas cast, uh, but inst- this was our post-Christmas cast. Of course, this is a very big uh, period of time for the Premier League. We have a ton of matches to get through. Uh, 19, in fact. We won't be getting to the 20th one because the final one plays tomorrow after the recording of this podcast. Um, we'll cover the implications of what could happen from that, uh, but that's really about all we're going to do for that one. Um, and, of course, then... You know, next week we get right back into it with New Year's Day stuff, so we will be looking forward to that as well. Uh, and then it's, you know, League Cup, FA Cup, all that stuff. So very, very big, busy period of soccer. We're going to do a quick recap of the Premier League for you guys this week. So a few news and notes, including some very sad news coming up just a few hours ago. As always, this pro- uh, podcast is presented by NGSC Sports. At NGSCSports.com, we never stop. As well as Alicia's Pills and Things. It's too late for Christmas, but, uh, you know... New Year's gifts, late birthdays, that sort of thing. Check out Alicia's Pillows and Things uh, for all your holiday and non-holiday shopping needs. Um, some big deals on NGSC Sports' website for that. So go check that out, Alicia's Pillows and Things on Facebook. So, right to the Premier League. No more time to dilly-dally. Let's go straight through uh, in chronological order of the matches uh, again, uh, Wes will be joining us for uh, Anfield Corner later, but first, uh, Liverpool does start the week off uh, on this past Friday. They took on Wolves at the Molyneux with a 2-0 win there. Mo Salah and Virgil van Dijk on the board in each half for Liverpool as they won 2-0. As we spun to Saturday, Arsenal took care of Burnley at home 3-1 thanks to a brace from Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. 
Uh, Chelsea suffered a shock defeat at the hands of Leicester City at Stamford Bridge thanks to a 51st-minute goal from Jamie Vardy and his party. Uh, Manchester City started their no-good-very-bad week with a shock, another shock loss, this one to Crystal Palace, uh, 3-2 at the Etihad. Uh, Ilkay Gundogan and Kevin De Bruyne, a man who has been, aside from injuries, largely anonymous this year, the year after being the uh, their Premier League Player of the Year. Those go- those players bookended goals from Schlupp, a wonder goal from Andrew Townsend, and a penalty for Palace. That gave Roy's men a big win and a big boost in the table. Uh, Newcastle and Fulham played to a nil-nil draw. Watford uh, got a road victory against West Ham, uh, thanks to goals from uh, Troy Deeney and Gerard Delafeu. Uh, and Huddersfield uh, suffered a bad defeat against a surging Southampton 3-1. Uh, Nathan Redman and Danny Ings on the board, pulling Southampton to a first-half 2-0 lead there. Uh, Bournemouth, um, it would get worse for them, but they do get a win to staunch a little bit of bleeding. 2-0 against Brighton and Hove at the Vitality. David Brooks with a pair of goals there. Manchester United now playing like a team possessed. This a 5-1 victory at Cardiff. Uh, Jesse Lingard with two goals there, as well as goals from Rashford and Herrera and Anthony Martial. That was your Saturday slate. We head to Sunday as Tottenham started their oh-so-good week with a 6-2 drubbing of Everton at Goodison. Uh, Theo Wilcott, he does love scoring against Spurs, but that's about all he loved from today that match uh, on Sunday. He got the goal in the 21st minute, but four unanswered came from Tottenham thanks to uh, four different scorers, including Son, Deli Ali, Harry Kane, and Christian Eriksen, uh, three of those coming before the first half whistle. Uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson uh, brought back Everton close at 4-2, but Son and Kane scored again in the second half to make it 6-2, the route for Spurs. Uh, and they would not stop there on their rampant ways as we hit Boxing Day action uh, today when we recorded a lot of matches on today. Long day of football, starting with Fulham and Wolves drawing 1-1. Uh, Ryan Sessegnon, who will be uh, the topic of much debate this transfer period coming up here in January, uh, with Fulham looking more and more likely like they might be making a quick drop back to the championship. Sessegnon could be on a lot of teams' uh, wish list for this transfer period. He had the goal there in the 74th minute, matched by Roman Sace of Wolves for the draw. Leicester, another big victory for them. 2-1 winners over Man City. Their their tailspin is in full effect. Bernardo Silva with the goal for the Citizens as Leicester got goals from Mark Albrighton and a 81st minute winner from Roberto Ricardo, excuse me, Ricardo Pereira. Uh, that sent the Foxes into raptures. Uh, this compounded with Liverpool's 4-0 drubbing of Newcastle uh, has made the gap bigger than it's been in quite some time between first and second. Uh, best defender in the world, maybe the Galaxy, Dejan Lovren scoring in the 11th minute for Liverpool. Uh, Mo Salah with a penalty question mark in the 47th minute, along with goals from Shakiri and Fabinho late on in the match. Uh, Manchester United beats Huddersfield 3-1. Paul Pogba, hey, I guess he cares again. Uh, he had a brace there. 
uh, late in the second half to give United all three points. Tottenham, big winners over Bournemouth this time, 5-0. In case you're wondering, that's an 11-2 scoreline in the matches Tottenham played in the past week. Uh, this uh, big win over the Cherries, uh, another brace for Hyungman's son, just as he's about to go off to the Asian Games, so yay. Uh, also, along with goals for Eriksson, Lucas Mora, and Kane there, and Tottenham, We'll take a look at the table in just a second. Are really started to hit their stride. Uh, Palace and Cardiff played to a nil-nil draw. Everton shook off the struggles they had against Spurs and pounded Burnley 5-1. Uh, and with maybe the most Everton thing of the season, Richarlison scoring in the 93rd minute when it's already 4-1 Everton decides to take off his shirt and get a yellow card. Like, it's... It's 4-1 in the 93rd minute. Who, who cares, dude? Come on. Come on. Like, why? There's no reason for that. Um, apparently, he felt there was enough of a reason need for it. So, whatever. Hope doesn't come back to bite him. And by hope, I mean it. hope it does. Uh, Brighton and Hove and Arsenal play to a 1-1 draw at the Amex. Uh, Aubameyang's 7th minute goal crossed out by a goal from Jurgen Lokadia for Brighton as they managed a point against Arsenal as Arsenal continues to fall a bit down in the table. <clears throat> and then Chelsea need an Eden Hazard penalty in the 58th minute to beat Watford 2-1. Uh, great goal in this match uh, from Roberto. That's why I thought Roberto Pereira. Um, of course, um, it, was, it was just off a great set-piece play from Watford on a corner just before the end of the first half. Uh, got them in it after Eden Hazard had scored just a few minutes before that uh, to make it 1-0 Chelsea. Watford back in it, but unfortunately couldn't close it out and uh, end up falling to Chelsea. Um, so that's the matches that were. The match that will be this Thursday, again, we won't get to, to have everybody level on matches, will be Southampton versus West Ham at the St. Mary's. Sorry, we'll mention it next week, but eh. What, what, what you're going to do. Uh, as we take a look then, that sets us up for the schedule for the next few days. Uh, this Saturday, they keep coming. Uh, this Saturday uh, at 10 a.m., you have the choice of Leicester versus Cardiff, Tottenham versus Wolves, Watford versus Newcastle, Fulham versus Huddersfield, Brighton versus Everton, and then at 12.30, a big pair of matches starts for Liverpool as they host Arsenal at Anfield. That is your Sunday slate, uh, or sorry, your Saturday slate, Sunday looks like this, 7 a.m. up early for Crystal Palace versus Chelsea. 9.15, you have either Southampton, who are looking to, to also add to Man City's woes at 9.15, along with Burnley versus West Ham. Then 11.30, you get Manchester United versus Bournemouth at Old Trafford. Then on Tuesday, New Year's Day, 7.30 a.m., it's Everton versus Leicester. 10 a.m., Arsenal versus Fulham. And at 12.30, it's Cardiff hosting Tottenham. On Wednesday, January 2nd at 2.45, you get Chelsea Southampton, West Ham Brighton and Hove, Wolves versus Palace, Huddersfield versus Burnley, and Bournemouth versus Watford. And then at 3 p.m., you get Newcastle versus United. And unfortunately, you won't be able to talk about it on next week's podcast. Of course, that's how it works. Thursday, January 3rd, we've all been looking forward to it. Man City versus Liverpool. Who knows anymore what is going to be at stake in that match. Um, we all thought that that was going to be a potential title decider. It might still be. 
but we'll see. That is your schedule, though, looking ahead. And I'm sure next week Wes will be back live to uh, to do a very quick preview of City Liverpool. That will be literally null and void because our podcast will go out right about that time that that match starts. Um, but let's take a quick look at the table because it is dramatically different from when we last left. Uh, Liverpool now six points up on second place, but six, second place is no longer Manchester City. No, lo and behold, Tottenham. They lost the offseason. Uh, 45 points. Still haven't drawn a match yet. Uh, first team in Premier League history to not draw a match in the first half of the season. Uh, they are six points back of Liverpool. Man City one point back now uh, of Tottenham. And yes, you do, you do still feel like City's going to make another surge. Uh, as it comes, something we have been tracking and, and is all of a sudden very important. Liverpool has completely closed the gap on Man City's goal differential. Now, of course, that also also helped because Man City's lost a bunch as well. Um, but but the goal differential is now bang even. So that is, that is something to look for there. Uh, Chelsea are in fourth, four points back of City. Arsenal are in fifth, two points back of Chelsea. And United are in sixth place, uh, six points back of Arsenal. Uh, Middle of the table is Leicester, Everton, Watford, Wolves, Bournemouth, West Ham, Brighton, Palace. And then at the bottom of your heart, the relegation zone, Newcastle, Southampton, and Cardiff all sit fairly comfortably right now outside the drop. Three points clear. Uh, Burnley, Fulham, and Huddersfield all in the drop zone. Um, Burnley needs three points to get out, Fulham four, Huddersfield five. Uh, And we did mention, we would say, Southampton versus West Ham. Stakes of that match at this moment, uh, with a win, West Ham could potentially get as high as eighth, uh, depending on how much they win by. Uh, Southampton, with a win, would jump up one spot. Uh, from 16th to 15th. So not much in play there, but that is that is what is at stake for those teams. So that is your Premier League look. Uh, again, uh, Wes will be back next week to recap uh, the next crazy period. And I uh, just, it's so stupid. Like, it's great. We get to watch so much football, but it's so stupid at the same time. Um, so that is going to do it for your matches. Um, FA Carp, FA Cup starts not this coming weekend, but the next weekend. Uh, League Cup will start midweek after that, and then it's back to the Premier League. Yay. Uh, so that's going to do it, though, for Match Talk. Let's hit the news and notes real quick. Um, I, this is a weird story, really just because we've talked so much about PSG and the possible financial fair play re- re- uh, re- regulations that may come into play. They have yet to be actually punished. So when I see a story that says PSG forced to sell either Kylian Mbappe or Neymar as fair play rules bite, I'm like, eh, I hope so. Maybe. We'll see, I guess. Um, of course, there's rumors flying about that Neymar is heading back to Barcelona. We'll see about that um, as the January transfer window comes in in just uh, about a week here. Um, but, you know, uh, UEFA is looking into the finances of PSG and is seeing if they are able to comply with financial fair play, and then what would happen to the Champions League if they do that, if they are actually in violation and they want to actually show show some teeth, they'll suspend PSG next year from being able to compete in the competition. Like, 
at some point, financial fair play has to have teeth or it's against a big club or it's stupid, as PSG is trying to prove. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Although they can, I guess they could just sell Neymar and nobody would care. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Uh, new injury news for Arsenal. Uh, Henrik Victorian will be out for six weeks with an injury he picked up in the League Cup match against Tottenham uh, last week. So uh, he will be out about a month and a half. We'll definitely be missing, of course, the match against Liverpool coming up, uh, but we'll be out for a while after that as well. And finally, our last news note is a very sad story. Uh, we don't talk about MLS much, um, but former Galaxy and Seattle Sounders head coach Siggy Schmid died just uh, a few hours ago. Or, I'm sorry, died Tuesday. It's only just been reported um, a few hours ago. Uh he was in need of a heart transplant. There's, as we've written in the LA Times here, there's yet to be a formal uh, cause of death given out. Um, Schmid was 65. Uh, he had a very successful tenure with the Seattle Sounders. Uh, also led the LA Galaxy to their first MLS Cup title in 2002. Also had a good run with the Columbus crew as well. Um, so very, very sad news on this day uh, for lovers of MLS uh, and just soccer fans around the world. Siggy Schmidt, again, dead at the age of 65. So, again, always hard to transition from there to something else. Uh, but we do hit the watch for now. Uh, and as, as we like to do, we like to tell what we've been watching the week that was or the week that will be. Uh, right now, I'd say I am watching... Hmm, what have I been watching the week that was or the week that will be? I don't really know um hey guys if you want a twitch stream uh go check out uh pat stares at over on twitch.tv uh slash angriest pat go check that out uh pat boyvan and sometimes joined by girlfriend uh page saliva peach saliva page whatever uh they make a very odd but lovable duo so go check that out on the twitch stream that's again twitch.tv slash angriest pat um so that's the watch for um that means we're going to hit West Bratch up now as West joins us in from Parts Unknown uh, for Anfield Corner and anything else he wants to discuss. So, Wes, my friend, take it away. Folks, what's the old adage? Better late than never. Well, it's not too late for this week's Anfield Corner. I'm West Bradshaw. I come to you guys from the cab of the venerable all-new sports show. Silverado. Uh, on my way to work for the night, because this morning when I was supposed to record this, I completely blanked, forgot, went to bed for six hours, and woke up to a message from Ed where the F is your segment. So here we go. I'm getting my segment in, and we are going to have some fun. And of course, who are we going to start talking about? Hey, this is Zanfield Corner. We're going to talk about the first place mighty reds of liverpool football club that's right folks liverpool sit atop the premier league not just sit atop they have a cushion Whew. folks i don't i don't really know how to react to this sometimes this is uh this is some new uncharted territory no don't get me wrong i've seen liverpool at the top of the table but hey, i've never seen them playing this well and B, having this sort of a lead at Christmas, uh, nothing guaranteed here by any means, but uh, <clears throat> suffice to say, the first half of the season, I don't think could have gone 
any better for a Liverpool supporter. Crap, sorry, just trying to think. 16 wins, three draws, still without a loss in the league. Top onto that, that City has suddenly had their swoon that we talked about would inevitably come. I don't think we thought it would come this quickly. Or, but you know what? That's how, I mean, that's kind of how swoons work. Suddenly, as things, it just, it just hit. It just hits, and all of a sudden, it's, um, you know, all of a sudden, it's just you're in the middle of it, and you don't know why sometimes. But City have lost three of their last four. And it's been it's been incredible. Liverpool just keep chugging on. Um, none none less than Sir Alex Ferguson, of course, famously quoted for saying that you know defense is what wins championships. Through 19 matches, Liverpool have 10 clean sheets in the Premier League and have given up a total of seven goals on the season. How do those numbers work? Okay, I'm not even going there. But anyway, they've given up seven goals through 19 Premier League matches. I mean, that's 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 crazy. So I guess it's 12 clean sheets. Yeah, yeah, 12 clean sheets. Uh, Virgil Van Dyke, I think at this point is your. I think he's your Premier League Player of the Year. Will he win? I don't know. You know, they always seem to come down to who scores some goals. So Salo being that case. Uh, Kane will be up there for that. Maybe Aubameyang who leads the league right now in score. But defensively it's just been such a dominant performance from Liverpool this season. <laughs> and as we go to uh, the flip of the schedule played everybody once at this point uh, Liverpool leading the way. They are six points up on second place Spurs who quietly are having their greatest Premier League season ever. And now seven points ahead of Manchester City, who was everyone's pick to dominate and win this league this year. So it's been a special run, very special run indeed. Uh, the Boxing Day win over Newcastle just showed kind of what Liverpool have been so good at this year. You know, they get a goal from Salah, they get a wonder strike from the best defender in the world, Dejan Lovren. Uh, goal from Shakiri and the uh, opening of the account for Fabinho, which, I mean, you know, that can't do anything but help spur Fabinho on, who in the last month has suddenly become, oh, wait, maybe we shouldn't just sell this guy because he didn't hit the ground sprinting. Even though people saying that kind of forget what Klopp seems to do best, which is help develop players. So, uh, but it showed the resilience of the Liverpool defense, never really gave... Newcastle, who granted it's Newcastle, this isn't a team that, you know, scores much or often, but they held Newcastle to pretty much nothing, um, and the scary thing, we've said it, we've been talking about all year, you know, when, when Liverpool clicks offensively and starts scoring, man, then they're really going to be tough, and well, lately they seem to have clicked and started scoring, so <laughs> it is a, it's a scary time for other Premier League teams. And, uh, <clears throat> I mean, coming up by the time we do, well, maybe not by the time we do our next pod, because Liverpool don't play until next Thursday. But let's just say after the next couple of weeks, we're going to have an extremely clear picture of where Liverpool is because they face two of their title rivals, one in quotations when you say that, 
But they face two of them here in the next week, and that's Arsenal on Friday. And then next Thursday, Manchester City in what is being billed at this point the biggest game of the Premier League season. Because for all intents and purposes, Liverpool can just about put a nail in this Manchester City coffin with a victory. That said, if Liverpool are able to get six points from Arsenal and Manchester City, holy crap. (laughs) This may go down as the greatest festive period in obviously club history, maybe Premier League history, because if Liverpool win these two, they they basically won the entire festive period where the matches come thick and heavy. Liverpool will emerge without a loss and I think winning every one of them, which is just insane, especially when you end up with these two teams like Arsenal and City. Uh, of course, they go to the Etihad. Off the top of my head, I'm saying that Arsenal come to Anfield, and I will confirm that in three, two. Yes, that's a match at Anfield, uh, which, of course, you know, we, we jokingly said it in the past, but Jurgen Klopp has done it. He's made it Fortress Anfield. It's the scariest place in the Premier League to have to go and play. They don't seem to give up goals at home. They don't drop points at home. They don't. They certainly don't lose at home. So, for Arsenal, a big test for their top four credentials. Uh, but if Liverpool can get through that unscathed, then all eyes turn toward the Etihad next Thursday. As it'll be Liverpool and City in what for City could be a de facto elimination game in January. That's crazy. It's absolute craziness that this is happening. But, as you folks know, I'm, I'm an, I've always been the optimistic person, especially in this foreign affair relationship. I, I'm the I'm the bleeding optimist. And I've said in the past, I thought Liverpool were going to win the title. And, and sometimes I'm just having to talk myself into it. There, there is a legitimate feeling that this could be it. The long, long wait could be coming to an end. Nearly 30 years for the Reds since we last won what used to be what we used to feel was our birthright. You know, through 1990. 18 league titles. Never thought we were going to be overhauled, you know, overhauled on that. Well, maybe not overhauled it there at 20. So the only way you can get back to the top is to win that first one, is to win number 19. So we'll see if the Reds can hold it out. But through one half of the season, I think it's been an incredible run in the Premier League. I've, I've been really excited for it this year. Uh, the whole United saga the whole Maurizio Sarri and Unai Emery coming into big clubs and maybe both exceeding expectations to a point. Both are definitely in the running for a top four finish, which I think for both of them would be a huge first year statement. Uh, City and Spurs and Liverpool, I think, are just that much better than everyone else at this point overall. Uh, And then there's United, who now with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Man, it sure did look like they decided to play the last couple of matches. Kind of kind of funny how you couldn't do that for your old manager. But anyway, I think United have, well, they definitely dug themselves way too big a hole for the championship. I think they still may be in too big of a hole to get themselves into the Champions League. But I expect they refreshed and a better firing United squad for the next 19 Premier League matches as well. And it does maybe change some of the thoughts of that, of that Champions League tie with PSG coming up in February. But we'll, we'll that's what I say, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. 
Anyway, folks, um, it's the last time you were here from Old West in 2018. It's been an interesting year overall, a year of change, um, a year of enlightenment, a year of whatever people say and put on their Facebook. Uh, I don't make New Year's resolutions. They're stupid. No one ever keeps them. So, you know what? Just do what you do. If you need to make some changes, make some changes. For me... I need my club to win the Premier League. They're on the way to doing that. 19 matches left. 19 down. Oh, what a time to be alive, Liverpool fans. Folks, not only that, just to add the icing to the cake, it could be a foreign affair championship running through May. And we'll be here with you guys every week. We love it. We love you guys. Thanks for joining us. And have a great new year. Be safe. And we'll see you guys back in 2019. And long may it be a rent 2019. And thank you so much for that, Wes Bradshaw. Uh, can't wait to be back with you next week, my friend. We will have so much to discuss in person. Um, but that is going to do it for this edition of the Foreign Affair Podcast, episode 242. Once again, a big thanks to our sponsors, including NGSC Sports, as well as Alicia's Pillows and Things. You can check them out on the internet, as well as us on Twitter. As a collective, we are at AFA Pod. Uh, I am at Edward Green. He's at West Bradshaw 21 uh, You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube via our parent show the all new sports show you can also email us at that address all new sports show at gmail.com uh you oh big thanks to our podcast providers including podbean.com stitcher spreaker iHeartRadio, the tune in radio app google play music the itunes music store or wherever else great podcasts can be heard uh, we're also on youtube if you go check out our youtube page that i mentioned earlier uh, via the all new sports show episodes are uploaded there as well. Uh, so again, we'll be back next week for another edition of the Foreign Affair Podcast Christmas Holiday New Year's Extravaganza Edition um, with a bunch more Premier League talk and things are only looking to get crazier, I imagine. So with that said, for my call in crime, Wes Bradshaw, I am Edward Green. Thank you so much for joining us here on this week's edition of the Foreign Affair Podcast. And until next time, everyone, stay safe, have a happy holiday season, and enjoy the football. This show is sponsored by Alicia's Pillows and Things. Check out the Facebook page, Alicia's Pillows and Things, where you will find home decor you will not be able to resist at prices anybody can afford. Check out the pillows and stools of your favorite sports teams. Maybe you want a set of your kid's favorite cartoon or movie character. You can also get full body and neck pillows as well. Log on to NGSCSports.com and go to the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage to complete your order. It makes a great gift for Christmas at an affordable price. NGSC Sports. We never stop. You're listening to NGSC Sports Radio. Hear us live on NGSCSports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport. Or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, TuneIn, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. 
NGSC Sports. We never stop. 